0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is episode 149, and I'm calling it Best Gifts for Various Ages. Um, which I'll talk about more in just a minute. But first, let me tell you about this episode's sponsors. UltimateWeeklyPlanner.com makes beautiful planners that I have personally found to be extremely functional and helpful in my own quest to keep everything our family has going on under control and running smoothly. Each week's layout... I'm sorry, each week's layout includes boxes to jot down your menu plan for each day, a to-do list for the overall week, where I like to just brain dump everything I have going on, and then there are spaces for each day so I can take things from the to-do list and put them on the schedule for a certain day and time. If you're determined to plan with purpose in 2018, I encourage you to check out ultimateweeklyplanner.com and use the code slob, S-L-O-B, to get $5 $5 off their already incredibly reasonable prices on a 2018 planner. That's ultimateweeklyplanner.com and use the code SLOB. We're also sponsored this week by Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based weekly meal planning service. Allison, the chef, sends out an email to subscribers on Fridays that contains the week's shopping list and recipes. What makes Prep Dish unique as a meal planning service is that you also receive a prep plan designed to help you do the prepping in advance so you can get these healthy meals on the table super fast throughout your busy week. Last week, I prepped chicken chili. Fish, steaks with mashed cauliflower and more, and had paleo meals that fit in with our current eating plan ready on even the busiest of nights. Prep dish is offering listeners of a slob comes Clean two free weeks to try out their service. Go to prepdish.com slash a clean for details. Okay, before we get started, I just want to let you know, mamas, that we're gonna talk about Christmas which there are things to do with Christmas that are not necessarily inappropriate, but sometimes moms of little ones don't always want their kids to hear certain things that people talk about, that grownups talk about when they're talking about Christmas. So I'm just giving you a little warning, trying to say it slowly enough so you can, you know, hit pause because I know a lot of you listen with your kids, just wanted to make sure there was fair warning. Okay, so I have a guest today. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, I'm so excited that Jennifer's here. Jennifer is um, my friend that I have talked about many times on the podcast. Let's see, what have I said about you before? So I'm about to send out a newsletter that has a link to the post that um, talks about when you helped me clean out my closet. And you were not Uh that um, kind or understanding of all my reasons I wanted to keep things anyway but it was very helpful um, I also let's see you're the person I'm talking about when I um you know my my I wrote a post about how I feel this was a long time ago before I had personally hired a cleaner um but how I feel about this strangely controversial subject of hiring someone to clean your house that's you that I was yeah. talking about. um when else have I talked about you can you remember um, the one thing
1: that stands out to me is when I was in college and was meal planning.
0: <laughs> it's like my favorite
1: story, and, and I, I think it's
0: actually in my book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell your I, story.
1: I, I, I can't even remember the specific, but I allowed like 10 minutes to find an apron and put it on or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was
0: like, put on your apron and turn on the light. <laughs> 10 minutes in this little time. Now, I do have to be very clear, as I pretty much always say, your house is always under control, and you have six kids, which is why I was like, I need you to do this podcast with me. Um, Yeah, what were you going to say as your little excuse?
1: My my excuse was, I figured, you know, the apron probably wouldn't be where it belongs, so
0: (laughs) <laughs> it would take me 10 minutes to find it. <laughs> okay. Well, that totally makes sense then to me. But really though, your house is, it's always picked up. You are kind of the master of routines and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yes. So, okay. Um, so Jennifer has six kids. Your oldest is about to be 17 on Christmas day. And how uh, old is Alex?
1: Alex, my youngest is seven. He'll be eight in February.
0: Wow. So they are, give me all the ages.
1: Um. So 7, 8, 11, 13, 15, and 16. Okay. But we're in this season of birthdays right now. So starting in December to February, we will have five of, they'll all be turning a year older. Five of them will be.
0: So it's not just Christmas presents. It's also birthday right around the same time.
1: Yeah. I have a December
0: 28th baby. So I do understand that to a small degree, just not quite to the, you know, times five that you have. So, okay. So let me, I think I've mentioned your lists before. Okay. So you, you, you guys all make lists of like what you would like to have for Christmas. And the thing I remember most is being when you were out in California, being at your house. And you guys lived at a camp and you had bought this like only, it was not road legal or anything, but it was like a Suzuki Samurai or something to drive around camp. And you had yep. on your Christmas list a door for a 1987 Suzuki Samurai or something crazy like that. That was so uh-huh. specific, but I just like, that has stayed with me forever. So tell me about your whole process of making lists.
1: Um, well, first off, I I should say I'm a very practical person. Yes. So the thought of giving a gift that will never be used just makes me cringe. Mm -hmm. So I I like to get things that I know that people will either use or they really want. So um, basically at this point, we especially do it for our kids. Um, We just ask them to make a list. Our older kids um, from 11 up, they actually will sit down and write a list or get on the computer and type it up. My my little boys, who are seven and eight right now, um, we get in the mail, um, like, big um, toy catalogs from yeah. Target and from um, Toys R Us, and they just sit down and go through those and circle the things that they want and put their initials next to it. So it's really harder to get them to focus because they're smaller to actually make a list. But then if they see pictures in front of them, they're like, Oh, and this and this and this. Now with them, especially I have to be careful and reiterate over and over. Okay. This doesn't mean you're getting everything you're circling, (laughs) but at least it gives me an idea of what they really want, what they think would be fun to have. So Um, that's kind of how we do it. And then I'll make a list. I've, I've just recently started making a list myself because my kids um, don't have jobs yet. And um, my older kids, especially. And so they don't have a lot of money, but um, they can do things practically around the house for me. So this past mother's day, I made a list and um, I had several of my Kitchen cabinets cleaned out for me, which was really nice because they're old enough to do a really good job. Right. And it's something that I wouldn't take the time to do necessarily, but I love having a clean cabinet, you know. So a clean cabinet, clean out the car, you know, all these types of things are on my list that aren't, don't have any monetary value, but I really appreciate the time that is put into it when my kids give me something like that.
0: I love that so much. Okay. I need you to tell the story about what Mike did with the makeup. Do you remember that? Oh, with the makeup. He's like the yes. best. Okay. Now I'm just going to warn everybody. Yes. This is going to make you go, my husband would never, and I love my husband and he's awesome, but he would never do this, but this is a great story. Go ahead.
1: Um. Okay. So I, I'm kind of a low maintenance person. <laughs> And so I um, do my makeup in the car at stoplights. And so I had a makeup bag full of all of my makeup. And sometimes I would do it at home, but not usually. And we have two vehicles that we switch off driving. So my husband works from home. So I'll take the small vehicle if I'm running local errands and he's still home, but we have to have a big vehicle for our, our large family. So Mm -hmm. because I switch off vehicles and don't use the same one every time, I would have to take my makeup into the vehicle with me every time. And there were several times where I would leave it in there and be in the other vehicle and be like, Oh man, I don't have my makeup. And you know, it was just a huge headache. Well, for one birthday, my husband decided to take my makeup bag and he went to the store Again, I'm, I, I buy from the grocery store. I don't yeah. buy from really expensive makeup. So he went to the store and he re- replaced all of my makeup and created me a second makeup bag with exactly the same things that I had in my first makeup bag so that I would have one for each vehicle. And I loved it because... That is I, the best. I, I loved it, yes, but it's not something I ever would have taken the time to do for myself because I'm sure it took him forever. He took one of our kids with him, one of our girls, and so she was able to help him, you know, find things. And it was fun for them to do together, also. But it was just like the perfect gift that I never would have thought of, but I am so thankful he did.
0: It was. Well, and especially perfect for you because you are so practical. It's like, let's just feed into exactly how you. Role, you know, right? So, yeah, it yes, was perfect.
1: Exactly, it spoke to me definitely.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's get into talking about the reason I asked you is because you have six kids that are various ages, and honestly, you and I have very similar frugality levels in general, not necessarily at Christmas, but like just in general, we kind of view like we're born frugal, that kind of people. Yes. And we have similar parenting values. And so that's why I was like, yeah, we can totally talk about this. Um, Anyway, so let's, um, first of all, how many gifts do you usually give or do you have a set number? Do you try to make sure it's equal in number, equal in value? How do you do that?
1: I... I try to make sure it's equal in number because it stinks when one person gets one. So even if it's like one big, huge gift and then other really small, not very expensive gifts, I'll do that. Because it stinks when you're all opening presents and one person is done after one or two and everybody else keeps going. So my, my goal is the same number however you know when grandparents happen to be here for the holidays you know they don't always get the same number so it doesn't always mean exactly the same but as long as it's around the same right. it makes it
0: feel better <laughs> yeah that's the same thing I do it's a, and we take turns opening gifts like so everybody can see and so it's it's important and it may be a teeny tiny little gift but then you're going to have a big one later and Okay, right. we,
1: so, we we do it all at the same time. Yeah, we do it all at the same time. So if we're all opening and one person sitting there not opening, it kind of stinks. We, we do one at a time at the same time, I should say. So we take our time, oh, okay,
0: okay. and everybody
1: get their, gets their their second gift and we make sure everybody has one, and then we open it. So it you stick out if you don't have a gift, you know, which, yeah. like I said, stinks if you have two and everybody else has multiple. But at the same time, as our kids get older, my older kids want more expensive things than my younger kids do. So there's that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the main thing I want to talk about is what kinds of gifts have not turned into clutter in the future. And like either things that got, ended up getting passed down to future kids or things that Um, maybe you knew that these kids loved it so much that when it came time for these kids, you bought that same type item again, because you just knew this was like a home run gift. So we're going to go through the different ages. So toddlers, neither of us have toddlers, but you've been there more recently than me. Um, for me, like the little people barn was our Mm -hmm. best, um, toddler gift, you know, and I have these fond memories because, I remember that being, like, the main toy in our house when we only had one kid. It was before we started, like, collecting bajillions of things. But, I mean, he just played with that like crazy. And I think when my daughter got to around that age, you know, I gave her a little, little people castle. Um, but, you know, something that's kind of contained in and of itself, and that was really, really um, successful for us. What can you think of from toddler years? Well,
1: I... I have to preface it by saying every kid is different. Absolutely. You know, one thing that my older kids might have been into, my younger kids weren't necessarily just because they're different. So my little boys, my youngest boys are really into Legos and have been since they were little. I mean, you can get the big mega block Lego things from when they're toddlers. Right. And they've always built. But my older boys were never into that. So – you know, it it kind of depends on the kids, but Legos are definitely, and I say Legos, but toddler age, me, the Mega blocks they just love to build. That's they're just built to build. That's how, that's their makeup. Right. And so, um, they would just build and build and build. I know my nephew right now; he's just one years old, one and a half, mm-hmm. and um, he loves balls. And so, any kind of ball he would play with for hours and hours and hours. So, and, and with stuff like that, they they don't have a lot of little pieces, which I appreciate, you know, and I know toddlers, you don't have a lot of little pieces, but I mean, just lots and lots of pieces makes cleanup easier too. So balls and Legos and to have a place to put the Legos when they're done. Yeah. A specific
0: box or container or something
1: Mine were really into, into that. My,
0: my little boys were. Well, and I can remember when they were toddlers, they, like, as far as a gift that would just make their eyes absolutely light up, like a ride on toy. I mean, they loved their ride on toys. They loved, like we had this rocking police motorcycle that they would rock until it flipped, you know, which yes, maybe wasn't safe, but, um, but they loved it. So things like that, um, you know, yes. I, I think limiting any
1: ride on toys that make yeah. noise, especially,
0: <laughs> yeah, if you can handle that. I have been known to tape over the noise making part because, oh, oh my goodness, hard. so loud. Okay, all right, so let's move on to like young elementary. So we're talking, you know, some maybe this could even be four, five, six, seven, you know, that kind of stuff. I personally, um, so that was the age when my daughter what got super into, um, like Barbies. And I'm just going to be honest and tell you the mistakes that I made as far as toy buying was not paying attention to the recommended ages on things. Like I can remember when my kids were little, I would think, Oh, I bet you they would love this. But in reality, it was me remembering loving something like a dollhouse or whatever. And, um, it's like, if they're not ready for it, they're not going to play with it. And then they're probably going to never love it in the future either. Cause they just don't have, I don't know. There's something about that. I just personally decided after a couple of mistakes when my kids were little to just pay attention to the recommended ages and go with that. Um, but the one thing for a dollhouse like that was a big investment. It was a huge gift, but it was played with for years and years and years is I actually had bought two different kinds and those kid craft ones at, you can get them at Costco, usually most Christmases for like 80 to a hundred, which is a lot of money, but they last where the plastic ones that maybe are made by a really popular manufacturer or something, you know what I'm not going to say, but, um, they fall apart. Like if it's just plastic, I, I mean, that thing did not last any time at all. And it was equally as expensive as the nice wood one that I got at Costco. So, um, as far as not turning into clutter, I, even though it was kind of an, a big purchase for me, you know, because I am so cheap, um, I think it was well worth it to get the higher quality one that I got by KidCraft. Anyway, so what, ex- what like ideas do you have for that age group? Because you have boys um, in that uh, age group right now.
1: I do. Um, I was thinking specifically of my, my girls at that age. Um, Campbell started playing with... Um, Littlest Pet Mm Shop, and she would just collect them like crazy. She had so many, and she would just sit there and play with them for hours and hours. Again, I had a specific container that they went into afterwards. Otherwise, there would have been hundreds around my house, but um, she loved playing with those. Um, My little boys, again, they like balls. They like the indoor um, basketball hoops, you know, that... I could still keep an eye on them when they were inside and and weren't outside or if it was cold um they could play inside and shoot with the basketball hoops and stuff like that. Um, again, they're huge Lego fans, so we yeah. stuck with Legos even now they're seven and eight, and so they're getting some Legos for Christmas because they just love to build so that's that's something that that we stick with um that's about the age that my other daughter um, got into just baby dolls too. She loved babies. But then again, like I said, it's differences in personality because my older daughter was never into baby dolls. So, you know, my Lainey loved them. And, and she, we ended up as she got older, we ended up, um, getting her like the American girl doll is really popular. Now we got her like the off brand at Target. I think Mm -hmm. it's the our generation I think. Yeah. And and it's same size, same close size. So she loved that. But that, you know, those still are, you know, thirty, forty bucks, I think. Right. And so, um, she was older. She was, you know, probably seven or eight by the time we got those, but but since she was four or five, six, she loved any kind of baby doll really. She she would be very excited about those.
0: Yeah. We um I think those were the ages where we did like one year we did a basketball goal for our boys, like as a joint big, as their big, big, exciting gift. Um, um, I think we got a trampoline probably when they were, you know, seven and eight or something like that. Um, uh, so, you know, kind of, I am so frugal, you know, to my own detriment that a lot of times I'm like, Oh, I would love for my kids to have this, but who, you know, and I'll just be like, okay, Christmas, I'm going to make this the thi you know the thing that right. I get for them, um as far as like yes. go ahead that
1: that's our big joke is my husband says he's he especially, but even my kids aren't allowed to ask for me to buy them anything two months before Christmas because everything has to go on the Christmas list, absolutely, <laughs> so I can't just go out and buy something.
0: Yeah, like sorry. <laughs> well, I immediately start thinking that way. I'm like, oh, you want a new jacket? Well, you can freeze all of December. <laughs> and I even I had I had to pull one out for my son, and I was like, just so you know, this is a Christmas present, so it counts.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we needed a new vegetable peeler, and my husband was like, um, you know, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like a vegetable peeler for your hand or like a fancy one?
1: Like one that you just peel potatoes with and stuff, not a fancy one. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect stocking
0: stuff, It right? is. It totally is. Yes. <laughs> I would say some of the, um, so one of the things that I got that was like, it was used one time on Christmas morning was a skateboard. And yeah. I don't know if we're just not coordinated enough as a family or something, but it just was not successful. But at the same time, I'm like, it was a Christmas gift. And so I shift things and look at it that way. And I go, technically, yes, this was kind of sort of clutter, you know, but at the same time, if the kid his whole life has been dreaming of having a skateboard and he's finally old enough, I'm like, I am willing to make that his Christmas present that makes his eyes light up, even though you know, there's probably a 90% chance. What?
1: Right. Especially if it's on their list. Right. Right. If the skateboard is on their list and they really, really want it, even if it does just get ridden once, it's hard to say it wasn't worth it.
0: Right. Now, do your kids have any concept of budget on your Christmas stuff? Because I know, like, when we talk about stuff like this, I know there are people who their kids get a new iPad and a laptop and all that kind of stuff at Christmas. And mine just, like, don't even ask for that stuff <laughs> because yeah, no,
1: mine, yeah.
0: cause they just know well, we, have, we don't do that.
1: We have, they can put it on their list, but they, and, and I have had when they're, especially when they're younger, when they really have no concept, you know, you're right. like, uh-huh. but, but we have separate for us personally, we have separate rules um, for stuff like that anyway that doesn't have to do with budget and money and stuff so it, it doesn't happen very often as far as like a laptop and computer and stuff like that you mean, I mean like you need
0: to be a certain age before you're going to have anything like that right right
1: right. Right, well, right right like for instance our computers are in public areas they're not in their rooms you know so why right. would they need a laptop specifically and right like there are any other kind of phone or anything like that they don't have internet access on you know so that's a whole separate thing but yeah so they don't they pretty much know that but that that's not budget um as far as budget goes I mean they can ask like Tucker last year you know asked put a car on his list but he put a smiley face and a yeah (laughs) you know so he knew it was a big ask but he also wanted to let us know that that was something he really wanted. You know what I mean? (laughs) Of course. I mean,
0: (laughs) why not put it on there, right?
1: (laughs) Right. You can put anything on your list. That's what we tell them. You can put anything on your list. doesn't mean you're going to get it, but right. And they know that too. Right. So it's really nice. They're really good about um, having a wide range of stuff. So like, you know, Lainey put a pop socket on hers, which Mm -hmm. are the things that go on the back of phones, you know? Yeah. And, those aren't; those are super cheap, you know. So they put pretty much anything on there, right? And 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 I don't know that we've ever had the conversation of this is how much we'll spend and da da da. But I guess they just kind of know from history, past experience, yeah, of what we've gotten them, yeah. So anything but else? You I, think? Go ahead. One one thing that I do do that this year I've I'm having more kids ask for clothes and and shoes and stuff like that. And and so they're just now getting to where those are Christmas presents and not right. Um you know a drudgery um, to let's talk go about shopping. that
0: when we get to the um teenager age, please. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Sorry. So did you have anything else young elementary that you can think of that was a good gift? um that like either somebody asked for and then you were surprised at how much they ended up loving it and using it for a long time or anything like that um not that i can think of um dress
1: ups are always
0: good cuz
1: yes um boys and girls love dress ups at that age
0: yeah so and that that's one of the things too sometimes with sometimes it's a little harder to find dress up kind of stuff when they get past like the little pre-K kind of um yeah, you know so if they're true. getting out of that size you know one of the things you could do um which I've personally just done with my old prom dresses but um you know going to the thrift store and getting old prom dresses and things like that would be a good I know only I would do that. Anyway. Okay. Um older elementary. I'm talking like fifth, sixth, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, something like that. Um that actually may have been when we got the trampoline, but we could have gotten it earlier. Um, Yeah. You know, I think it was probably when they were in about fifth and sixth or I don't know, you know, the younger kids always get things earlier than the older kids. Um, Yeah. Poor older kids. (laughs) But I remember (laughs) that being when we got an Xbox, For you know, we had not done a video game system before that. Um, But we, you know, that was like a huge gift. Yeah. So, family
1: gifts.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, is it allowed us, I mean, in some ways it kind of allows you to have gifts for the future, you know, cause like I have a kid who, I mean, really they don't play it that often, but they, I have this one, he plays the football games, you know, which have no resale value yeah. because they're out of date within a year, but that's the only game he plays. So in some ways it's like nice to have a bigger, you know, cause it's like $40 usually on sale, 35, $40 yeah. on sale. Um, and I'm like, so it's a little bit bigger gift that I know for sure he's going to want every single year. And it's, it's nice in some ways to just have that as a, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is his name. Yeah. A, anyway. a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as far as girls, you know, it, what do you have for that age for girls? Um,
1: well, can I say something about the, um, the electronic gifts? Sure. Um, w- one thing that we bought that I, I understand that we're not like everybody else, but yeah, we love like from my little boys to my big boys, we'll play rock band
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's so much fun. I mean, like I said, little kids enjoy it. And big kids enjoy it. So even if we haven't played it in a month or two, we can go in there and everybody has fun with it. So it's got the guitar and you know, little kids can't always do the guitar, but they can do the drums or they could sing. And so that's a really fun yeah. Um electronic gift that, that we liked. And and that's for boys and girls. Um as far as girls at that age, um, that's when we started getting them um, like an iPod. Mm-hmm. Um, we again, we I know like not everyone is into electronics and stuff, and so we try to limit our electronic time personally for our family. But that's when boys and girls alike start asking for phones and iPods and we don't, we don't go the full phone route yet, but they have little personal devices that they can play with, especially on long trips and stuff like that, which we have family that lives um, in Virginia and California and we're in Texas. So um, we take long trips often. So that's what, what they like. Um, My girls, I had one again, Back to personality, I had one that was really into books and would love to get books for Christmas, and that that's hard for me because I'm a big library person. I know you're not a big <laughs> library person. But I'm a big library person because you know to try yeah. to find places to store all the books and yeah, you know. But she loved them, and so there were a few series that she um, she really appreciated that she wanted to have for good, you know, not right. all books, but um and that's another thing that we do. We have a a book fair at our school every mm-hmm. year and it's in the fall and the kids make wish lists that the teachers help them put together. And so I try to get a book from their wish list every year and save it. I know it's hard to save, but I save it a couple months until Christmas and then give them. And that's always fun for them because they're like, oh, yeah, I wanted that book, you know. And yeah. they remember it because the book fair was close enough to us that they still remember wanting it and they remember not getting it. And so they're always excited to get those.
0: Well, and with you saying the thing about your iPods, it made me remember that that is around the age when most of our kids, which they actually... <laughs> We would like give them money, you know, like knowing that they were saving up for this thing, you know, because my parents would give them some money at Christmas and then we do that. Um, But that's around the age when they got Kindle fires, which there are some Kindle fires now that you can get for super duper cheap. And that one thing I do, I mean, I don't love everything about it. It's not the world's greatest on everything, but there are a lot of parental controls that you can do. On yeah. um Kindle Fires, I also highly recommend the circle device, which is um uh circle by Disney. And it's um something that um I'm trying to think how to say this. Anyway, but it it's like it let me lets me control um what people are doing on Wi-Fi in over our Wi-Fi. So like I can pause different people, I can give them a bedtime, I can give them a time limit on different things and stuff like that. So okay. Um, how much more time do you have, Jennifer?
1: Um, I have about 10 or 15
0: minutes. Okay. Well, let's just keep going then. Okay. I okay. was going to say, if you had more than that, we could divide this into two podcasts. But anyway, um, let's... I could do it a different day. Well, we could do that. <laughs> I know. We're talking while we're recording here and saying this. Um, can you talk... I have to go on
1: a field trip or I'd today. Sorry. I
0: know. Well, okay. So since, ch- since Texas changed their... Um, They're testing to be like at the very end of the year. There's no time for field trips in May anymore. And so, like, I've got two field trips as well. And I have to go on those because um, it's my last year with a kid who's going to be going on those kind of field trips. I know. I'm so sad. Okay. So, um Okay, and we're back. I did finally figure out that I could pause that, and we would go look at our calendars. Anyway, so Jennifer's going to join me again next week, and um, hoping that our recording times actually stay available between now and then, um, but we're going to talk more about going on through the older kids, and I would like to talk to you too, Jennifer, about what you guys do as far as um, extended family gifts, because I know you've had some really good ideas for that in the past that I've I don't know if y'all are still doing it or not, but we'll talk about that as well. So I know we're getting a little into December here for us to be talking about gifts, but um, I don't think anyone (laughs) who listens to my podcast thinks that I schedule out for the whole year anyway. So it is what it is, right? (laughs) Procrastinators unite. So, okay. But thanks for joining me today. Make sure that you go and visit our sponsors from this week who are ultimateweeklyplanner.com and. prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean. So go visit them and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.